Alawapa. Hello friends, it's the 10th day of names in the year 175 of the Baha'i calendar or August 29th, 2018. Welcome to our first podcast. I'm coming to you from the southern tip of the Sierra Nevada mountains of California. On this glorious end of summer day, I want to share with you a passage from the very front of the Baha'i prayer book. Intone, O my servant, the verses of God that have been received by thee, as intoned by them who have drawn nigh unto him, that the sweetness of thy melody may kindle thine own soul and attract the hearts of all men. Whoso reciteth in the privacy of his chamber the verses revealed by God, the scattering angels of the Almighty shall scatter abroad the fragrance of the words uttered by his mouth, and shall cause the heart of every righteous man to throb. Though he may at first remain unaware of its effect, yet the virtue of the grace vouchsafed unto him must need sooner or later exercise his influence upon his soul. Thus have the mysteries of the revelation of God been decreed by virtue of the will of him who is the source of power and wisdom. Baha'u'llah Now I'm going to read a passage from the selections from the writings of Abdu'l-Bahá, pages 246 through 250. They're particularly pertinent for this time in the history of the world, I believe. O ye lovers of truth, ye servants of humankind, out of the flowering of your thoughts and hopes, fragrant emanations have come my way. Wherefore, an inner sense of obligation compelleth me to pen these words. Ye observe how the world is divided against itself, how many a land is red with blood, and its very dust is caked with human gore. The fires of conflict have blazed so high that never in early times, not in the Middle Ages, not in recent centuries, hath there ever been such a hideous war, a war that is even as millstones taking for grain the skulls of men. Nay, even worse, for flourishing countries have been reduced to rubble. Cities have been leveled with the ground, and many a once prosperous village has been turned into ruin. Fathers have lost their sons and sons their fathers. Mothers have wept away their hearts over dead children. Children have been orphaned, women left to wander, vagrants without a home. From every aspect humankind has sunken low. Loud are the piercing cries of fatherless children, loud the mother's anguished voices reaching to the skies. And the breeding ground of all these tragedies is prejudice. Prejudice of race and nation, of religion, of political opinion. And the root cause of prejudice is blind imitation of the past. Imitation in religion, in racial attitudes, in national bias, in politics. So long as this aping of the past persisteth, just so long will the foundations of the social order be blown to the four winds. Just so long will humanity be continually exposed to direst peril. Now in such an illumined age as ours, when realities previously unknown to man have been laid bare and the secrets of created things have been disclosed and the morn of truth has broken and lit up the world, Is it admissible that men should be waging a frightful war that is bringing humanity down to ruin? No, by the Lord God. 
Christ Jesus summoned all mankind to amity and peace. And to Peter he said, Put up thy sword into the sheath. Such was the bidding and counsel of the Lord Christ, and yet today the Christians, one and all, have drawn their swords from out the scabbard. How wide is the discrepancy between such acts and the clear gospel text? Sixty years ago, Baha'u'llah rose up, even as the day star over Persia. He declared that the skies of the world were dark, that this darkness boded evil, and that terrible wars would come. From the prison at Akka, he addressed the German emperor in the clearest of terms, telling him that a great war was on the way, and that his city of Berlin would break forth in lamentation and wailing. Likewise did he write to the Turkish sovereign, although he was that sultan's victim and a captive in his prison, and clearly stated that Constantinople would be overtaken by a sudden and radical change so great that the women and children of that city would mourn and cry aloud. In brief, he addressed such words to all the monarchs and the presidents, and everything came to pass exactly as he had foretold. There have issued from his mighty pen various teachings for the prevention of war, and these have been scattered far and wide. The first is the independent investigation of truth, for blind imitation of the past will stunt the mind. But once every soul inquireth into truth, society will be freed from the darkness of continually repeating the past. His second principle is the oneness of mankind, that all men are the sheep of God, and God is their loving shepherd, caring most tenderly for all without favoring one or another. No difference canst thou see in the creation of the God of mercy. All are his servants, all implore his grace. His third teaching is that religion is a mighty stronghold, but that it must engender love, not malevolence and hate. Should it lead to malice, spite, and hate, it is of no value at all. For religion is a remedy, and if the remedy bring on disease, then put it aside. Again, as to religious, racial, national, and political bias, all these prejudices strike at the very root of human life. One and all they beget bloodshed and the ruination of the world. So long as these prejudices survive, there will be continuous and fearsome wars. To remedy this condition, there must be universal peace. To bring this about, a supreme tribunal must be established, representative of all government and peoples. Questions both national and international must be referred thereto, and all must carry out the decrees of this tribunal. Should any government or people disobey, let the whole world arise against that government or people. Yet another of the teachings of Baha'u'llah is the equality of men and women, and their equal sharing in all rights. And there are many similar principles. It has now become evident that these teachings are the very life and soul of the world. Ye who are servants of the human race, strive ye with all your heart to deliver mankind out of this darkness and these prejudices that belong to the human condition and the world of nature, so that, the humani so that humanity may find its way into the light of the world of God. Praise be to him, ye are acquainted with the various laws, institutions, and principles of that world. Today nothing short of these divine teachings can assure peace and tranquility to mankind. 
But for these teachings, this darkness shall never vanish. These chronic diseases shall never be healed. Nay, they shall grow fiercer from day to day. The Balkans will remain discontented. Its restlessness will increase. The vanquished powers will continue to agitate. They will resort to every measure that may rekindle the flame of war. Movements newly born and worldwide in their range will exert their utmost effort for the advancement of their designs. The movement of the left will acquire great importance. Its influence will spread. Strive ye, therefore, with the help of God, with illumined minds and hearts, and strength born of heaven, to become a bestowal from God to man, and to call into being for all humankind comfort and peace. In closing, I'd like to read the prayer for America. O thou kind Lord, this gathering is turning to thee. These hearts are radiant with thy love. These minds and spirits are exhilarated by the message of thy glad tidings. O God, let this American democracy become glorious in spiritual degrees, even as it has aspired to material degrees, and render this just government victorious. Confirm this revered nation to appraise the standard of the oneness of humanity, to promulgate the most great peace, to become thereby most glorious and praiseworthy among all the nations of the world. O God, this American nation is worthy of thy favors and is deserving of thy mercy. Make it precious and near to thee through thy bounty and bestowal. Abdu'l-Bahá. Thank you very much for joining me today. Um, and thank you for your patience in um, putting up with my stumbling and stammering. I'll get better, I promise. Please tune in tomorrow at Scattering Angels.